Hello, everyone. Hello! My name is Matt Armando. And I'm Emily Riggins. And this is TBD. With Matt Emily! There we go. That was really great, Emily. Thanks. <laughs> Didn't peak a single level that time. I'm. Thank you. Um, I would like to thank my mom, uh, my dad, um, this podcast. Okay. You gave me an award. For I'm doing a good job. Best not peaking the levels. Yeah. <laughs> introing the show. <laughs> Great job. Hey Matt. Yeah. What what is this podcast about? <laughs> well, you're listening to TBD. This is the podcast about tea and friendship. Wow. We're gonna drink some tea. We're gonna have a friend on. We'll get to him later. Uh not that not that later. Pretty soon. <laughs> Don't fast forward through this. <laughs> We're going to discuss tea. We're going to have a topic that uh, Emily and I are not aware of. I have absolutely no idea what it's going to be. No idea. Our guest is going to let us know. But not right now. And, but not yet. <laughs> That'll be later. And more later than we're going to intro him, <laughs> just so we're clear on the relative timing of everything. <laughs> Speaking of introing a guest, here he is. <laughs> Hello. Mike Sakarian. <laughs> wow. Amazing introduction. Thank you so much. <laughs> comedian friend yeah. <laughs> it sounded like you said that with a, com- a question comedian? mark comedian i don't know um you decide audience get on our we got a little facebook poll is mike a comedian great <laughs> that'd be a fun thing to do with everybody yeah i got another opportunity for facebook to tell me i'm doing something wrong mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i want to say that you're the first person the first comedian i've had from boston on the podcast wow i think that's right i hope i'm not uh <laughs> being I, mean anyone yeah i think i was scrolling through looking at guests and I, that might be i think that is true yeah there's some people either who lived in boston for a period of time yeah or uh maybe even were comedians there but i didn't know them yeah, so they don't count so they don't count no I, no i think everyone who's been anyone from boston who's been on this podcast either was not a comedian when they lived in boston uh, okay. ah that's the trick mm-hmm. or um yeah, that's the thing. Or is not a comedian at all. In okay. The case of my wife and Katie, Katie? lived there. Yeah. yeah, I'm remembering these people. I know them. <laughs> You're the first comedian that I knew from Boston to be on the podcast. There we go. There's gonna You're be... a series of Venn diagrams. Yeah, I was going to say by the time we're done with this, there's going to be like eight more. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a very tight Venn diagram. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for being here. Yeah. We'll thank get... you for being here as well. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> it's great. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Facebook's definitely going to tell me I'm a comedian when I'm done with this. Uh, might be funniest episode, like shortest episode. Mm. That's like funny. Yeah. In, in a way. I'm going to have to make an Emily-like speech then for all of these awards that I'm Thank getting you. right yeah. now. It's okay. I accepted my speech then immediately blew the levels. <laughs> and I'm still feeling pretty bad about it. <laughs> it's all right. Um, at least here's the thing about the intro is I feel weird it's the first thing people hear. <laughs> At least now, people are they they listen for a solid minute or two before the level spiked, <laughs> so they're like roped in. I'm talking about you, the listener. <laughs> yeah, you're already invested by the first spike. Yeah, I mean it's it's. I have bailed on podcasts after five minutes of listening, but it's tough. I feel like once you get five minutes in, yeah, it'd be weird not to listen to the whole thing. I can't say I've ever bailed on a podcast because of audio. I I bail because of um personalities and that generally takes like 20 minutes to get in yeah and then i'm like okay i'm done with these people i don't want them in my life yeah delete true although this is the only podcast i listen to or i don't really listen to this podcast but (laughs) that's recorded in a living room 
I think most podcasts I listen to are in a studio of some kind. They're probably not spiking the levels is my point. I gotcha. <laughs> they have like an engineer. There's no engineer here. Yeah. I feel like I've definitely bailed on podcasts. Like I, I, I can remember, I'm not going to name podcast names, but I do remember being like, oh, I can't do this right now. Mm-hmm. But you're right. I think it's usually personalities or I don't like how they're attacking the subject matter. And I'm like, no. I don't need to do this for 35 more minutes. No, yeah. I mean, I've done it. It's just, it's hard. I don't yeah. do it that often. Although I recently, I listened to the Freakonomics podcast, which I love. It's a great mm-hmm. podcast. Um, and it's really, it's probably the best like produced podcast I listen to because it, it really, they really like cut together interviews and it's like a documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they've recently been adding a lot more like extra content. So they'll interview, they were interviewing all these CEOs of different companies and they were p- patching them together. Like, how does the CEO from, you know, IBM work or wherever? I'm not remembering the companies. But, uh, and then they were like, oh, well, why don't we just release hour-long interviews with the CEOs, like, in their entirety and not cut up into the episode? And I hate them. Yeah. <laughs> and just because, like, it was really nice when it was cut up and, and made in some displayable manner. But I don't need just, like, Mark Cuban talking for an hour. That yeah. was one of them. Mark Cuban. <laughs> I think uh, James Andrew Miller, I think that's the person who wrote, like, a like a long piece on um, SNL and he did it for ESPN as well, but he does these like five part series now and he'll do the same thing where he'll, he'll, he'll release the five part series. And then like two weeks later we'll release seven different one hour interviews that aren't cut up at all. And I'm like, there's no chance in hell I'm listening to any of these. Yeah. But then it feels good to delete them from my phone. Oh. I love, I love, love it. Love yeah. it. I do love to delete podcasts. I know I'm not going to listen to mm-hmm. like, I'll check in on the daily, but sometimes they build up a lot and then I'm like, Okay, these are like three weeks old now. They're not daily anymore. Delete. Yeah. Delete, delete, delete. I listen to every episode of the daily. When when I'm making breakfast, that's what I do. Wow. I know there's like a handful of podcasts I subscribe to because like a friend does it and I'm like just trying to help those numbers, help those download numbers, but I'm... Hello, Mike. Yeah. No, I I, I listen. I listen here and there. Um, We don't demand that our guests listen, but if you're going to mention that you listen to friends' podcasts... No, I, I, I have it downloaded. Um, good, good, good. I do pay close attention to those yeah. numbers. This, uh, welcome to March, by the way, uh, season two of the show, as we've, as we discussed before we started recording, mm-hmm. this is the first episode of, well, it's weird. This is, <laughs> I've had to go, th- I, I discussed this weird math about this. The anniversary episode is technically episode 53, which is the first episode of the second season because <laughs> you're cutting into the next year. You're cutting it, off a new year. Yeah. To quote Tony Bang Bang or paraphrase. Um, so this is episode two of the second year because the anniversary one is technically part of year two. Do we all follow this? Definitely. I'm following. I explained it, I think, on two weeks ago's episode as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, welcome to March. This is, speaking of download numbers, March of last year is our, like our first March. And it's the lowest number of downloads we have of any month because it's the first month we existed. So I need... This month, everyone needs to download, so we beat that March. So March isn't like our bad month. It's just that one March is our bad month. Do we follow this And now? it was just the first month, right? Yeah. So yeah. obviously. Obviously, first month is the worst. It's before you guys blew up. Yeah. It was before we got big. Oh, we are, uh, you know, it's up and up, you know. That's why first month is the worst month. That's if, right. Imagine the first month wasn't the worst month. Then you're just in a downhill slide. Yeah, if you had a scandal, oh I could see your numbers going down. Yeah. What if first month was the best month that i we would i would quit i'm sorry emily <laughs> that's fine i wonder what kind of scandal we would have it would we don't actually like tea yeah that would be a tea related scandal for sure 
like that the the slurping noises we make in the microphone are <laughs> sound effects and yeah. not us actually drinking tea. Yeah, or just making up brands of tea. I actually, you wouldn't get in trouble for that. I bet. No, I mean if we did it every week, because it's we are also a comedy podcast, so we're a little sheltered from the scandal. Yeah. So if it found out something was like totally false, <laughs> yeah, it's part of our bit. <laughs> um, I've thought about making my own tea, like like making like a herbal tea. Yeah. I can make up a name for that one. You should. Be like, Wacky Herbs. <laughs> wacky Herbs. There you go, Wacky Herbs. That sounds more like drugs. Yeah. It does. <laughs> we have Emily's mix, the the tea with all the berries in it. That was like a tea we made up on one oh, episode. Yeah. <laughs> Just herbal tea with like four berries Emily really likes. It sounds beautiful. It does sound nice. <sighs> Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, you can grow your own chamomile. That's like a thing. Really? Yeah. It's just like a plant and you dry the leaves and then you have chamomile. Wow. I mean, tea is just a, the leaves of a plant. I don't know how hard it is to grow a tea plant. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, this might be blasphemous, but I, I actually personally don't drink tea very often, except when I'm not feeling well. Mm-hmm. That's the only time. How are you feeling right tea. now? I feel pretty good. Good. Yeah. So maybe, maybe this is turning a new leaf. <gasps> hey, and now I'll be having tea. Who knows? <laughs> New leaf. Um, it's the name of an Animal Crossing game. It's a video game. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, we can go and let's go into tea talk. Okay, let me get ready. Tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea talk. Guys, we're talking tea today. Yeah. So, Mike, you just mentioned your relationship to tea. Yeah. So you 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 drink tea when you're not feeling good it's mm-hmm. like a yeah it feels like it warms me up a little bit maybe mm-hmm. loosen some i'm pointing to my nose but no. loosen some stuff up mm-hmm. up there um you, whenever i have a sore throat definitely some definitely. tea with some honey great for a sore throat yeah um are you a coffee drinker yeah but i've actually been i've been trying to cut down on that a lot so it was probably like two to three cups a day and now i just just have the one so trying to wow. limit that caffeine intake wow. two to three that's a lot yeah wow. i know uh, so that's why I've been, from what I hear, from what I read, not great, not great to have that many cups of coffee. So I can't imagine. I'm trying to think of how much caffeine I drink. I usually start the day with one cup of coffee, and then throughout the rest of the day, drink between two to four cups of tea. That yeah. is generally caffeinated. Yeah, I, I've been tea. switching to water. I've been drinking way more water in the last like six months. That's which, good. Again, from what yeah. I've read, is very good. You look that's very. Good. You look very hydrated. <laughs> thank, you, uh, thank you so much. Uh, well, tea, I mean, first of all, this is caffeine-free tea, so you're not, uh, this herbal tea here. You're not, uh, adding to your caffeine problem right now. Good. Thank you. Did you have a coffee this morning? I did. There you go. Yeah. I did have a coffee this morning. So I would have felt bad if we gave you caffeinated tea. Yeah. I would have made the pass this time. It would have been okay. I would have done it. (laughs) Uh, well, we'd been sitting, this tea, well, it's, I don't know, a lot of teas we sit on for a while, but we've been sitting on this one for a while, decided herbal tea. I'm glad it worked out. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> Another thing about herbal tea is that it helps hydrate you because it doesn't have caffeine. That's true. So it's just like water, but flavored a little different. So my experience here is making me a healthier person. Yes, yes, great. Both emotionally because you're with friends, mm-hmm. and physically because of what you're drinking. Wow. Yeah. Twofer. Um, mm-hmm. what you are drinking, by the way, is Tazo's organic spicy ginger tea. It's a I don't think I've ever read that word before. A piquant, piquant, piquant. <laughs> Nailed it. Let me let me have a let me have a try on this. Uh, where is this word? The second. Oh, uh, 
It's the one that looks like Pequant. <laughs> yeah, that one. P- Piquant? P-I-Q-U-A-N-T. A piquant herbal infusion. Do you want me to read the rest? Yeah, could you? Piquant herbal infusion of ginger, green rubois, citrus, chamomile, and licorice root. Ooh. Caffeine-free. Bag, have, bag tea, to be clear. I would not have guessed licorice root. Licorice uh, root is in yeah. a lot of herbal teas. Is it? That's what I'm discovering ah. through this podcast. Yeah. I can definitely I taste the ginger. Ginger is the strongest. I mean, it's called organic gin- spicy ginger. So I think they knew that was what they were going for. <laughs> I can taste the chamomile in it, too. Mm. To call back to the, you can grow your own chamomile. <laughs> I can also taste the chamomile. Yeah. I recently tried to get into chamomile tea. It worked a little bit. Did it? Yeah. I don't like, I generally don't really like chamomile tea because uh, I'm not a huge herbal tea. I i don't know. Well, I like this tea just fine, but a lot of herbal teas are not the best for me. Mm. My mind, I like a little kick. See, I do like the ginger. I feel like the ginger provides the kick for me. I, I yes, like I do. That. I do like the ginger. I can feel it on my tongue. Yeah, this one's working for me because of the ginger. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got like a pleasant yeah. aftertaste. Yeah, it's probably good for your digestive system because ginger is good for that. Jeez, I'm so healthy today. <laughs> I'm gonna read the whole ingredient list because there's some stuff that has not been mentioned. Organic ginger, which we've got. Organic orange peel. Organic green. Rooiboy? Rooiboy? How did you say it? I think it's Rubois. Rubra. <laughs> I say or- rude boy. <laughs> organic lemon verbena, organic chamomile, organic fennel, organic licorice root, and natural flavors with orange essence oil. It's organic and kosher. Curious. Wow. Yeah. I was saying before the podcast, I think most tea is probably kosher. Yeah. I would think. Surprised uh, about the orange peel. Although, I don't know why I'm saying surprised. I know very little about tea, so... I should be surprised by all of it. We're just trying to keep you off guard with the flavors. Yeah. Just keep sipping it. And every time you sip it, you'll be like, oh, now it's orange. Oh, now it's licorice. Um, at least that's how I, I don't know. We've been drinking, we've drank a lot of teas in our, the length of our podcast. And it, it is definitely a thing where I get surprised by ingredients that I'm still like, I still don't know what, like, you know, whatever it tastes like in the tea. Yeah. I did have a question. Do you... Because uh, I know you rank them by um, uh, not my cup of tea versus cup of tea, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Is this? Uh, do you also have like a real rank? Like, do you know what your favorite is? Um, or are you not allowed to say? Is that part of the? Bit? Uh, no. Um, if you listen to the anniversary episode, okay, you'll find out our top five lists. Okay, great. Yes. We generally yes. So the yeah we do, we basically the only rating we really do is the cup of tea not my cup of tea okay but for that anniversary one we decided to do our top the one that five. came out last week yeah yeah great but yeah we've all heard it uh, <laughs> um <laughs> and we already know our list uh so yeah we're just going over the top five from the year yeah uh so this tea we're drinking right now is not on a list because it came this episode as we know <laughs> is released a week later <laughs> but so far this cup of tea is both first and last yes this of is the, the new year of yeah. the year or new season yes. best and worst um I will also say that sometimes if I really like a tea, I'll go like top five or <laughs> top 10. But then my top five is 37, 37 teas. So um, the ones I generally like, I, I mention more than just a cup of tea rating. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We might gush about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you've never done the same tea twice, right? We've had some teas as iced teas, but, okay. oh, but that's like it. That. We'll do hot and yeah. And then... Well, on our anniversary episode, <laughs> which we all know came out last week, uh, we drank 
uh, we each brought in one of our favorite teas from the year and yeah. redid it uh, oh, cool. to be like, so we did it, set our top five and then drank one of them from yeah. each list. Nice. <laughs> I like that. Uh, the episode we've all listened to already, yeah. or at least downloaded. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we try to keep it simple so we don't have to be like, I give this one three and a half stars right. or whatever. Or I hate this tea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it's also, yeah, it's the positivity of yeah. just saying not my cup of tea, which is more of a, a neutral statement. I like, like I hate this tea yeah. or whatever. No. Not my cup of tea is nice because it's like, I understand why you like it, but I, yeah, yeah. it's just not my cup of tea. I like yeah. that. I also don't know if I've ever like actually like really disliked any of the teas we've had. Like there's been some that I'm like, okay, it's fine mm. or it's whatever. But I don't think I've like physically hated drinking any of them. That's good. Which I mean, I I feel like I'd be really hard to do. Yeah, I think so with tea especially. Mm-hmm. Although there are the teas you've given me because you don't want to have them ever again. <laughs> I know, but it's because I know I don't like them. There is one particular that I know I didn't like, but it's because it's made my mouth dry. Yeah, that's not good. No. Is that the cinnamon one? Yeah. I love the cinnamon yeah. one. It's, it is also an herbal tea. So but You also you famously know. love dry mouth. So love dry mouth. <laughs> um, I stick cotton balls in my mouth uh, all the time. Um, I have one of those um, dentist things that suck all the water out of your mouth. What? That's what I'm talking about. Yes. No. Yeah, I do. Um, I have nightmares about that. When you guys go to the dentist, <laughs> do you go, first of all, do you go twice a year? Mm-mm. No? How no. often? Once. Once a year? year? A lifetime. Um, I would once say... a lifetime? When's the last time you went to the dentist? It's, oh, I, I said once a year, but it's probably been like 15 months. Mm-hmm. Emily, how often do you go? I can't say I go twice a year. I'd say I probably go every eight or nine months. So I can work out so twice a year, but not <laughs> all the time. Does that make sense? Like you're supposed yeah. to go every six months, but I don't always make it the six Every months. third you, year you go twice a year. Yeah. yeah. You make it yeah. yeah, you make it four times in three years or something yeah. like that. Um I go every six months. Uh that's good. Wow. I, I make the appointment for the next one when I'm at the previous one and they're just like they do the math for me, they go six months later and they go, same time all right, and I go, That's fine. Yeah. It sounds like you're showing off. I yeah. kinda am. That's how that's what that's how my mom did it. My mom would schedule them like that when i was a kid i do remember that yeah getting like a little card that said this is your next one but when some, you like, were a kid you got to smiley face when you were a kid they had a treasure box and you had to pick out of for being a good patient at least at my doctor's office for like a toothbrush right like you picked out a toothbrush no sometimes they were like stickers what yeah something uh, really cheap <laughs> i never got anything like that also but it was fun, a treasure box it was a treasure box yeah. that's pretty cool no we only got toothbrushes but fun fact my dentist was my girlfriend's dad growing up so that was like a that was uncomfortable. I can imagine. Yeah, he was your current girlfriend's dad. Uh, not my current girl. My so or, my girlfriend when I was in like middle school, high school. Because the way you said it was my girlfriend's dad when I was growing up. Yeah, which I was like, is it not That's her how dad we, anymore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, sorry, I should have. I should, uh, Kelsey, if you're listening, I want to make this clear. That this was my girlfriend when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. No longer my girlfriend. And I'm sure um, Kelsey is listening. Yeah, she will. Um, (laughs) that must be so awkward yeah it was weird Mm. it definitely was weird did the dentist relationship proceed the uh the the girlfriend relationship or did the girlfriend relationship proceed the dentist relationship no i uh he was my dentist before before she was my girlfriend yeah um yeah i think i was in like sixth grade maybe when he was my dentist i think we started dating in ninth grade uh and then he yeah but he was still my dentist after that but he, after we broke up, he was not my dentist. I didn't mm. go back to him after that. Can't trust that guy. Is mm. that why you're afraid of dentists? <laughs> that is why I'm afraid of dentists. 
I my at my dental office there was like a woman who worked at the reception desk who was friends I guess with my mom and like her kid went to my high school so I kind of I didn't but I didn't know who she was but she knew who I was because she knew my mom and because her daughter like knew like we were I was not even friends with her daughter but we knew that we existed because we went to the same high school <laughs> and she would talk to me like or like the first time she talked to me was like how are you doing Matt I was like who are you? <laughs> and it took me a really long time to figure out how this person knew people. I had to be like, I think probably complain to my parents, like this person at the dentist talked to me and I don't know who they are. <laughs> but then you never know if they're just, I, I went to the same dentist for the first like 20 something years of my life. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if they just recognize me or from years of going there, yeah. but I don't meet them. They're the people who work. I feel like I the know. dentists know more personal things about me than doctor. Like I'm more embarrassed about a dentist than I am about a doctor, I think. Well, they're they're looking literally inside of your mouth. Yeah. Like, they're like, hey, open it up. Yeah. It's very vulnerable. It, yeah, exactly. I was just saying, it was like the most vulnerable. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe not the most vulnerable, but it's very vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be more vulnerable things as you get older. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm no. sure. Not yet. <laughs> but, but soon, I'm sure. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I just feel they always shame you about the flossing. Yeah, always. That's like the big one. Yeah, Which that's like a cliche. We don't have to talk about. That. No, <laughs> let's talk about flossing. Let's talk about <laughs> flossing. I don't do it nearly often as much as I should. That's all. <laughs> um, I actually I floss a lot, but still not every day. Like, I probably floss. I probably floss five days a week. That's pretty good. Which is pretty good, but kind of, part of me is like, why don't I just do it the whole seven? <laughs> You need a weekend. Uh, yeah. Matt, Treat you're yourself. really using this tea talk to just tell everyone how, what, how good you take care of your teeth. It's kind of I rude. try. Uh, well, here, let me, I'll, I'll be vulnerable for a moment. Oh, good. I have sort of a lot of cavities, and it's because my teeth are, and my dentist told me this, like, that I have a mouth prone to cavities, just the way my teeth are shaped and how mm -hmm. they grew in and stuff like that. So, but I haven't had a cavity in many years it's probably been like 15 years since i had a cavity do you think because of that you are like you're like more yeah attentive to it's it? always exactly yeah. right and i like yeah and uh i've also well this is gross i'll tell it anyways one time i was <laughs> time i was out to like uh it's like a white castle or something with my grandfather this was probably like 20 years ago i was like a little kid and I saw him like lose a tooth while he was eating. <laughs> like he was eating and it just fell out of his mouth. I mean, he was old. So that explains why he would be losing teeth. But that was so gross. <laughs> uh, and I think never like, again. I, and yeah, so I never want to get cavities. And I also want my teeth to stay in my mouth for my entire life. Mm. <laughs> um, so I think I've been scared into being pretty good at brushing my teeth, but still not the best. <laughs> I don't know. That's I only go twice a year. That's the amount you're supposed to go. <laughs> Let's go back to this tea. <laughs> yeah. Um, is yeah. it time? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. All right. Mike, um, I have a question for you. Yes. Is this... Let me get the bag. Is this Tazo Tea's organic spicy ginger your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? All right, I wanted to take one more sip before I decided. Mm -hmm. uh, but I do I do think I can say that this is my cup of tea. Wow. Yeah, Aww. I think it, the ginger's doing it for me. Good old ginger. Yeah. Are you a ginger person in general? Well, Kelsey does have red hair. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 
So there you go. I think that answers it. I think that was good enough. <laughs> Matt. Yeah. Is this uh, organic spicy ginger tea from Tazo? Your cup of tea? Or not your cup of tea? The delays are fantastic. <laughs> she's trying to get me. She's trying to bait me into interrupting her, <laughs> which I've never done. But, but she's interrupted me and I scold her on air. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's been a while, though. I know. I've gotten better. Growth. Uh, I like this tea. It's good. I probably wouldn't have bought it on my own, but it was a Christmas present. Uh, which, if any, if anyone knows anything about me for buying Christmas presents, just buy me tea. It's the easiest thing to do. <laughs> um, but I also like the ginger. It's very good. Um, like I said, not typical chamomile. Not so crazy about. But the ginger is really helping. And I like knowing that there's licorice root in here, even though I can't taste it. <laughs> So, yeah, this is my cup of tea. Beautiful. Two for two. Two for two. Emily. Matt. Is this organic spicy ginger tea by Tazo? Your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? That's a complicated question. Um, I'm on my second cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, I don't think I would make this tea ever again. Whoa. But I do think I'm enjoying it now. <laughs> Or maybe not enjoying. I'm drinking it now, and I'm not hating it. Um, listen, just you know, herbal teas are not my not my thing, and I can accept that about myself. Um, but for the purposes of this question, <laughs> is this my cup of tea? Oh boy, you can say no. <laughs> I know, but I don't know if it is a no. <laughs> if someone was like, "Hey, Emily, have this cup of tea again," I would say yes. I wouldn't say no. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say this is my cup of tea. Guys, this is my cup of tea. All right. Wow. Just barely under the... Just yeah. barely. I wonder how many teas we've had that you've rated not your cup of tea that have been a little bit better <laughs> than this one. Just, um, I feel this is the most teetering on no you've ever yeah. been. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I would say this is not a ringing endorsement. It's not a, <laughs> listen, listen, I, uh, there's teas I like. I like fruity teas. This one doesn't have fruit. It's true. I like black teas. It's not a black tea. It's got a bunch of roots in it. It's got a lot, bunch not of roots. Fruits. Mm. roots, not fruits. There's no seeds in it. No. Except for. There's an orange peel thing in there. <laughs> yep. Those I have feel seeds. Good. Oranges are fruits. That's true. So we got to put that out there. A classic fruit, some would say. <laughs> um, Mike, would you like another cup of tea? Yeah, I think I think I am gonna have another cup. Of I tea. can pour. It. I can pour it for you. Don't worry. Wow. About that. I'll just do it. Wow. Because I'm gonna. I, I think tea talk is over. Yeah, tea talk, done. Which, while I'm pouring you a cup, this is your time to shine. You're in the spotlight now, wow. baby. So much pressure. Mike. As, oh. No, you go ahead, because I was going to... St- um, is that an interruption? Uh, it's okay now. <laughs> Only if it's not part of the question, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> um, what you need to know is that everything else we've talked about today is not important. It was not important wow. because the topic you're about to share with us is important and nothing else matters wow what's your topic today this is a lot and i know the instructional email that i received said do not worry about the topic like just come with anything and i can promise you i worried about the topic uh from thursday on or friday on whenever Mm -hmm. that was uh and i narrowed it down to two and i think i know what i'm going with and i think you've talked about this a little bit in other ones but not like a full like deep dive okay 
But I think I want to talk about summer camps. Summer camps? Yeah. Ooh. Because I think my like childhood, actually through now, like I'm still involved in a summer camp. Uh, so I think... Yeah, I think that's I think that's what I want to talk about. Let's talk about summer camps. Yeah, it's never been a topic. I bring it up frequently. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's what I'm thinking. But yeah. it, and you also four. I was in four H. Yeah, yeah. But our camps were like three or four days. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. I so when I was growing up, I was in like I'd go to like week long baseball camps and stuff. Um, but the I think the one that we should talk about because this is the one that I'm still involved in. When I was in high school, I went to. Uh, Wait for it. Leadership camp. Oh my god! Yeah, oh, I've always thought you've had great leadership skills. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, th- but there would be like 400 high school students from the state of Massachusetts would go to some college campus for mm-hmm. a week. Um, what and, college campus? Uh, so it rotated around a little bit, but my first year was Mass Maritime, which uh, as a campus, like as like college residence halls not super great uh because it's a maritime uh, but it was right on the water it was like right in cape cod and it was really beautiful at night also because of the maritime part also because of the maritime <laughs> part <laughs> uh but it was at like some other school like stonehill college uh gort have you heard of gordon college uh it's like a christian school in like the north shore of massachusetts which was fun because it's a state like run program for the leadership camp so we uh i worked there years later and we had to before camp started go up and cover all the crosses (laughs) (laughs) that is such a specific job (laughs) yeah um which i also like growing up very religious felt like i was doing something wrong like i felt like when i die this will be held against me like michael at those gates at those gates yeah Mm -hmm. we like here's video footage because i'm assuming it's on some like video screen yeah uh, here's you covering up 37 crucifix. They probably have like uh, holograms or something, like the most um, fancy technology for video play. Yeah, I would think like what they did with Tupac, right? Wasn't Tupac yeah. on a just holog- like Tupac? Yes, yeah. I don't know. I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't remember what Is it was it Lollapalooza? for. Lollapalooza, yeah, probably. Or I think uh, so. what's the other? No, not Lollapalooza. Uh, the other big the festival, one, the one down south, Coachella. Coachella, that's the one. Yeah, Lollapalooza's in Chicago. Okay. I don't think I know of Lollapalooza. It, it's like... I've heard of it, it's, but... It's been around forever. That's like the old... That's like the longest running continual festival, I think. Okay. I want to guess. I want to say it started in like the early 90s and it's still happening. For a while, it was a touring festival. Okay. I don't know. There's an episode of The Simpsons about it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is how you were introduced. But yeah. Well, probably when I was like... 12 i found out from the simpsons <laughs> yeah <laughs> covering uh, crosses covering crosses covering crosses yeah so that was so that was that was a big deal but yeah so it's it like and now i think it's at worcester state university where you're from i'm from worcester yeah my brother went to that school so worcester uh and i apologize if this offends you right off the bat but i was blown away how nice that campus is <laughs> my uh, idea yeah. of what worcester is I just didn't anticipate a nice college campus. Let's talk about Worcester a little bit. Then. Uh, no, um, downtown Worcester is the gross part of Worcester. Yeah. The rest of it, I mean, my the part of Worcester I'm from is like just like any suburban. I'm mm-hmm. from, <laughs> it's a city, but it feels like just like the suburbs. Um, my neighborhood's just a bunch of houses, no mm-hmm. crime of any kind or whatever. Mm-hmm. But Worcester, if nothing else, is a college city. So like the college campuses are all generally pretty nice. Yeah. Um, of which there are many of them, but I think the reason 
people don't necessarily associate the colleges with going to Worcester because unless you're going to that college, you don't know what like the campus looks like. Right. Um, but Worcester State is like, that's nowhere, it's nowhere near downtown. Yeah. There's like Clark University, which is like right in the middle of the worst part of Worcester. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so if that area is like um, not so nice. Yeah. Downtown, not nice. I think downtown Worcester is like one of the scariest places I've ever been in my life. Really? Like, I, like walking around there, if I was to walk around anywhere by myself, uh, that's what like top five scariest places I could walk around by myself. I don't know. Oh, wow. Like weird crime and I don't know. Yeah. But it's not like a crime city. It's just like there's parts of it that aren't great and there's parts of it that are nice. Yeah. I feel like that's any, anywhere, yeah. right? Yeah. But everyone rem- everyone thinks of Worcester as like the bad part. Oh, yeah. I like to say in the movie uh, The Departed, the only mention Worcester gets in it is where they go to go by like speed balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, cool. Thanks for the shout out. Uh, <laughs> the Departed, the movie that no matter what section I find on TV, I will finish it. Mm-hmm. Like regardless of where I come in. I have never seen that movie. Really? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't even have like a... My my opinion is so biased at this point. Where I just, I just like there's too much Boston in it that I love that I, I you have to watch it. Yeah. yeah, Jack Nicholson's in it and he's great. Yeah, he was really good in it. Yeah, summer camps, summer camps, <laughs> summer but yeah. camps. But yeah, so it was it was pretty my and, and like not even that. So I did the leadership camp. We've had baseball camp. I used to go to this thing called Vacation Bible School. Did you go away for that or was it like a? It was that was just a day camp, I guess. Okay. It was because I have been week. to those, but I have been to like uh, Christian camps that I would go away to. We actually, speaking of Lollapalooza, we would go to this thing in New Hampshire every summer called the Inside Out Soul Festival, where it was basically a weekend of Christian rock. Uh, famously, POD performed oh, wow. there. Right after, uh, I forget the name of that song. Don't South, they have South a song? Town, uh, uh, alive alive it was right after mm-hmm. that album came i can out. list a lot of pods yeah you big pod head <laughs> just listen to the radio at the right time in my life yeah. <laughs> um i have so many questions um well, let's go i want to go back to this leadership camp first because okay. in 4h i once went to a leadership camp how long was it uh it was for a week okay it's for a week. uh it's like the week after the fourth of july yeah. Do, do you feel like your leadership skills actually increased? Yeah, I will say my mom still talks about this, how she says I <laughs> like w- became a different person after getting involved in this organization, which is kind of funny. And I've been a part of it for so long now that I don't. Because I, th- I think the first year I went, I was a freshman in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went to the camp four years and then I've worked at it ever since. Um, I just think it, I, I mean, leadership if any of them are listening to this, they'll probably be mad. But I think like it taught me confidence more than anything else. Mm-hmm. I think I was pretty quiet up until then. And uh, after that experience, I was like, oh, I can I can do things. Mm-hmm. What is the age range of people who attend? So uh, freshmen through uh, rising seniors. So if you would just finish your junior year, you could go. Okay. Um, yeah, that's the age range. So what's that, like 14 to 17? Sure. And then yeah, our you, count- you know better than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then our counselors in like college. So they have junior counselors who are in college and then senior counselors who I would say like 95% of the senior counselors are teachers because they have like that summer mm-hmm. schedule. And then there's some of us who are like I work, I'm in a college administrator or um, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else outside. I feel like everybody that doesn't work at a high school works at a college. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have a flexible schedule so they could still go in the summer. 
but yeah but yeah so but it's pretty big too i think the staff is of like 50 50 or 60 Mm -hmm. now and there's like 400 students every year but but yeah i mean it was it was great we'd go for a week you get like broken up into groups of 20 uh and if you were a first year council it was a color council so you were like i think i was yellow uh and then the second year count year you're there you're rainbows uh, and then your third year are diamonds. And I'm sure there's something where like the colors make up the rainbow. And yeah. I don't know if a rainbow makes up a diamond. Or a diamond would refract light into maybe a rainbow. That, okay, maybe that's what it is. That's You should come to camp. Yeah. I went to a leader. I went to a Boy Scout leadership. Yeah. Camp. Like I have talked many times about going to Boy Scout summer camp here, but I specifically did like a leadership section. Mm-hmm. It's called Green Bar. And it's because um, in the Boy Scouts, if you're, were you a Boy Scout? I well, um, I didn't get through Boy Scouts. I got, I think I did. Uh, what's it? What's like the first rung of Boy Scouts? Like if you, like uh, Scout, Tenderfoot, I first class, I, second class. I think I get just a Scout because I, I can name them all. Yeah, because I went through. Did you do an Eagle Scout? Oh, I'm an Eagle. You Scout. You are an Eagle yeah. Scout. My dad was an Eagle Scout, so I think he was pretty bummed when I gave up. Because what? It, I th- I remember going through like Weeblos. Yeah, and then one like one level above so that. So pretenderfoot. Well, so like you as you start as scout, that's like the base. Mm-hmm. You didn't you don't earn scout. You just right. are. That's who you are. <laughs> and then tenderfoot, Te- tenderfoot second class, first class, star life eagle. Those are the ranks. Okay. My dad quit at life. At life. Sec- right before eagle. A lot um, of people, a lot of people quit at life. <laughs> yeah. The way that's just like yeah. a funny phrase. Like yeah. I, I quit at life. I got to life and then I couldn't do it anymore. So do I quit. It. I mean, that sort of means you don't do your eagle project. Like the probably the big one that stops people from going from life to eagle is the project. Yeah. And there's also like merit badges and time. You have to do it all before you turn eighteen. That's what I. Yeah. I remember I had to pick sports or Boy Scouts. Like I couldn't do both timing wise. And now you're a famous athlete. And now, yeah, now my <laughs> five foot seven, one hundred and forty pound frame is a football player. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we didn't mention that up top, but it's yeah, worth well, mentioning. It's important that the people know. Uh, well, so in the Boy Scouts, <laughs> to get through my leadership thing, uh, if you are a, there's certain jobs in the Boy Scouts that you can have in your troop. There's like quartermaster, which is just in charge of like supplies. Um, or there's, uh, uh, what's another like, oh, there's like chaplain, which is the person who like the leads priest. you in prayers. I mean, it's like a youth mm-hmm. role. So you're like to help with religious ceremonies or something like that. Or maybe you're, I don't know. We, my troop, I don't think had one cause we were like, no thanks. <laughs> I don't, religion was not that big of a deal in my boy scout. Like some boy scout troops are way more religious than, than mine was like, I, I feel like religion was not even a thing, but they're also like patrol leader, senior patrol leader. And like the leader jobs are that you're actually like in charge of a group of people and the different ranks of those were a different number of green bars on your sleeve. Oh, yeah. So they called the leadership training green bar, and you would basically get sent there to, like, be a better leader in your troop. And I went, and I thought it was bullshit, but... Wow. <laughs> I already... Well, here's... I guess here's the thing about... Yeah, I never thought... This is an epiphany I'm having right now. But the reason they would send you to this leadership camp in the Boy Scouts is because you already were showing like leadership mm-hmm. qualities potential so i was sent and i was like i think i thought it was bullshit because i'm like i already am like a leader in my troop yeah and where i think it'd be better suited maybe if they were taking people that like were maybe even like 
less confident or whatever. I don't know. I feel like I was too confident for it. <laughs> you were too much of a leader to go to the leadership camp. I was. I was. I've never been popular in my life except in the Boy Scouts. People <laughs> liked me. People listened to me. I got voted to be like in charge, like pretty young. <laughs> I had like that was the one place I've ever had confidence or personality or people who liked me. <laughs> Why do you think that is? Like, what was it about that uh, experience do you think that... Do you feel like you're the same in all of those groups for just for some reason in the Boy Scouts it was, like, received better? Or do you think you were different in those environments? Wow, I feel like a therapist. (laughs) Oh, my God, I'm going to (laughs) cry. It's a lot to unpack there. Um, I honestly don't know. Um, I don't know. It's weird. I think maybe in the Boy Scouts there's more of a mentality of there being people in charge maybe or like i mean there is a thing where like (laughs) i'm not a cool person but being in the boy scouts is also not cool so i was surrounded by more uncool people so by being the maybe the coolest uncool person it all worked out in my favor we're now in the real world where there are actual cool people around (laughs) i'm i was a small fish in a or i was big fish in a small pond we're now hey matt yeah Matt. Yeah. I think you're cool. Thank yeah, you. Matt, come on. Thank you. Thank you. But like cooler than everyone else, you know. <laughs> um I mean, uh I listen, I felt like me and my friends that I ran with in the Boy Scouts, we had some sort of like un- unspoken like coolness. I don't know. I feel really lame talking about no, no, no. this. No, I just think when when you're broken up into smaller groups like that, like regardless of what whether it's Boy Scouts or 4H I don't know if that's the same or whatever. I think like you're just, you're being put in a smaller group of people that have like similar interests. So I just think it's easier for people to feel comfortable because there's this like baseline of like, oh, we're all into Boy Scouts to an extent, right? I think it just makes it a little bit easier. Yeah, I think I have, that comfortable thing really rings true. Like sometimes, like it's, it kind of goes with like first impressions in that way, although kind of a reverse first impression, like if I feel like I put out my best self in a group, I'm like confident with that group. So mm-hmm. I think like I probably hit the ground running in Boy Scouts where like there have been other aspects of my life where like I'm either really quiet or like withdrawn for a while. And then like once I get like used to people, then I'm like more talkative and having a good time and things like that. But for a lot of people who are meeting me, they get to know me as like, oh, he's like really reserved or really quiet. Yeah. Which I don't think is really my personality. It's just like sometimes I go into that as like a defense mechanism. Yeah. Uh, And I get stuck in that. Like it's like a that becomes who I am forever. Like even if it takes a lot to bring. It takes a lot for people to realize you're not reserved. Yeah. I guess. Well, especially based on the first impression. Yeah. Right. Because. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say yes. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also tend to be very reserved when I first meet people. Um, I was voted most shy in high school, which, as I think I've said before... That's insane. That's an award. It was. I also think it's by nature a flawed award because to win most shy, you're inherently (laughs) not the most shy. Yeah. I was very mad that I won. My friend Troy, noted podcast guest, um, really forced it on me. He was like, I'm getting people to vote for you. I'm like, no, I don't want anyone to vote for me. And this was in high school? It was in high school. I, does your high school still give out that award? I honestly have no idea. We need to find out. <laughs> that is nuts. Yeah. Um, um, I bet there was someone who was like really shy at your high school. was like, I guess I don't win. The, I don't win again. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, the one, oh, this is the one thing I might win. 
um but yeah i was really upset about winning um but i i do tend to be very reserved and it takes me a while to warm up and so i think 4-h i did i did do better in 4-h than in regular school but Mm. that's all i when i was younger uh, and probably like through college and like early 20s i was uh i always felt like pretty comfortable like not being reserved not being loud but i wasn't reserved i was just like uh like socially comfortable or whatever mm-hmm. regardless of the environment but now i like because of the work that i do i kind of have to be on a lot mm-hmm. um and then when i'm not at work if i'm doing comedy stuff i feel like i have to be on a lot mm-hmm. so in the when i'm not in those moments i've now turned like super reserved mm-hmm. and i like go out of my way not to interact with people if i don't have to and it's been like such a switch that's flipped because yeah. it's so different from who i've always been and also used to drink a lot more coffee so you yeah were on maybe more. oh my god maybe that's what it is <laughs> i'm not having enough caffeine <laughs> Um, um let's go back to this leadership camp that it. you were in um there's a week long mm-hmm. um what kind of activities did you do uh great question uh so there would be uh i don't know there's so there's a lot of like individual not individual team builders that sounds insane but uh <laughs> team builders for like the smaller group that we we're in so yes. you're like getting to know your team a little bit better uh and then what they would do is we'd have like bigger uh bigger things that we would need to do within the entire camp. Uh, and they were always phrased as, com- uh, or like, yeah, phrased as competitions. But then mm-hmm. like you find out, did anyone actually say it was a competition? You could have worked together the whole time. A lot of that happens. No. Um, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. And I am an extremely competitive person. So I, this yeah. is all, this is my notes would be, hey, Mike, chill out a little bit. I you don't need to win. Now as an adult, they're still like, listen, you're a counselor. Stop being so aggressive. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, we need to win. <laughs> Um, but but Mike, they said we didn't have to win. Well, my team does. <laughs> um, but we would do this thing where um, you would have, and I actually still use this activity now when we're like doing RA training or whatever to like, we'll use this activity with them. Uh, but we'd have like starbursts and toothpicks, right? And we mm-hmm. like build this molecule. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the the goal is only like, say you're, you're a team of eight, only like two people can see what the molecule looks like. And then there's two people on the other side of the room and their job is to build the replica of the molecule. Mm-hmm. And then you have three or four, whatever the number left is, bad math. Uh, they have to like run back and forth to like relay the information. Mm-hmm. And it's like you have 30 minutes to save the world if we don't. Uh, recreate this molecule mm-hmm. and then in the meantime everybody that works at this or all the staff are like running around messing with the people who are trying to like relay the information <laughs> because those are the obstacles you face every day oh my god wow. yeah. people running around yeah people running around throwing information at you and what do those people represent they could represent your boss coming in and giving you an assignment that you weren't planning on doing that day stuff like that <laughs> wow intense mm. But it was always super fun. I mean, mm-hmm. it was like they'd have, a, a, of course, like some keynote speaker would come in uh, and they would do their, you know, keynote speaker type thing where yeah. they would be like very charismatic and locked in up top being like, hey, we're going on this journey together. Uh, yeah, sure, I'm up here talking, but we're doing this together. And then like halfway through, they would tell us about a tragic event that happened in their life because every keynote speaker has to have <laughs> overcome like insane things. Yeah. Um, and then we'd use that message to like, I'm really doing a bad job selling the camp right now. I feel like I'm just hating on I it. Know, sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too old, but sign me up. <laughs> uh, there we'd have this uh, every, every Wednesday night of the camp, an acapella group would come. 
and they would sing us some songs. And that was just kind of like the entertainment mm-hmm. that the kids really like. And it's this, it's the same group that keeps coming. Um, that I, as a camper, thought was pretty dope. Uh, I'm out on them now. <laughs> <laughs> Too many years of them. Too many I mean, years. One of my one of my good friends who got married this summer was in the group, and uh, I was in the wedding party, and I was the only member of the groomsmen that were not in that acapella oh, group. No. And so that bachelor party was insane. But there's just a lot of singing. Yeah, it was like we were down the Cape for two nights, and the second night they were all like in another room and all of a sudden you hear this like seance type harmony that's happening. It's like went in there. I'm like, what the hell are you guys doing? Like what? Like it's Rob's bachelor party. I'm like, no, that's not what you do at bachelor parties. I feel like this was, this is a, (laughs) this would have happened at like my boy scout camp too. Like, as a camper, you just went as like a normal person, but I worked there. And so we had all these weird staff rituals and there was this one like chant we would do after every like weekly campfire thing. And if you just like your first time, I even remember like I had my first time seeing it. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. (laughs) What is this weird thing everyone's doing right now? It's insane. But it's so funny, like how quickly a group of people will buy into something like that. Mm -hmm. Like really, I think it's because it's so many people who are uncomfortable in the only way to like push through is to make yourself comfortable with the uncomfortable and yeah. everybody everybody locks in and it's it's cool it really is cool like i again i've made fun of it for 35 minutes but um we got three improvisers here we all know about joining in yeah. to a thing that feels Seriously. weird at first and then you're then all of a sudden you're all in and you're like oh now i love doing yeah and i can't believe i've spent meld. five grand on it <laughs> i don't like to think about how much money i've spent yeah. on that improv although sometimes i'll tell a joke and someone will be laughing I'll be like yep spent two thousand dollars on that one <laughs> there we go my make-believe is good yeah, I've spent, uh, let's not yeah. think about it i probably spent as much as you two combined yeah. the number of places i've taken classes oh <laughs> uh, boy well, think of the joy it's given you it is. And this podcast, which has also made me zero money, <laughs> also costs, costs more money than I make on it, which is none, none made. <laughs> you are in the red. Yeah. Um, I bought a lot of tea, but truly I would have done that anyways. I have a problem. See, now you're putting the tea to use. No, I'm putting the so. tea to use. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it feels good. So the leadership camp I went to in 4-H, um, I, I enjoyed it and I gained a lot from 4-H, but there's also some stuff that like looking back and like, Okay, that wasn't great. Like at the leadership camp, we had this keynote speaker who gave this speech about his wife dying, which was very sad. See, it has to be something yeah. traumatic. It was very sad. It was a rare form of breast cancer. I still think about it all the time because it was like different symptoms. I'm like, oh, the, those aren't the symptoms I know to watch out for. Um, but anyways, unrelated. Um, but then in breakout sessions, he was leading a talk about like getting into college. So I like went to it and he told this whole story about how like, you should have to wait until marriage and oh my god he like talked to someone to who go was, to college you have to wait till marriage <laughs> <laughs> to have sex okay okay <laughs> um and like he was talking to someone he's like well i didn't plan to have have a baby it just happened he's like well you had sex so you were planning on it anyways i think it really fucked me up sometimes yeah wow. um sorry i just cursed i don't usually curse that much um and then like they were like, then I went to another leadership conference in Atlanta, which was the most fun. Um, was this also a part of 4-H? It was, was also this? a part okay. of 4-H. Um, I, I was um, first in nutrition in the state on like cooking projects. Um, so I got selected. No big deal. Um, <laughs> big brag. Thank you. Um, I was a really good cook in high school for the 4-H projects I did. Um, but then like we, we had this whole discussion about like curriculum in schools and like 
like we got to evolution and I was like well yeah it should be in there and everyone else was like no and I was like oh okay I guess I didn't know that was the opinion we're supposed to have um 4-H is a little conservative (laughs) yeah um but anyways guys I believe in evolution yeah and I did at the time well I gotta go (laughs) I'm out Mike was just talking about covering crosses and feeling bad about it um it's Um, true but I did I did gain a lot from 4-H I just looking back there was some stuff that probably should not have been there yeah i think that's like all organizations too though where like you can definitely cherry pick the moments and messages out of it to be like wow what a formative experience like i'm so glad i had this and when you really break it down you're like i can't believe this is something we did yeah there's some real messed up stuff that comes from it i also think keynote speakers are always asked to do breakout sessions but have never put any thought into the breakout session yes they put so much work into that like 60 minute presentation Mm -hmm. and then like i'm just gonna shoot straight with the kids like you got any questions for me and that's like legit the only thing they're bringing to the table at that point i see it too often no and then as a jaded 30 something in the back i'm like this we're paying this guy like two grand to come in (laughs) and talk to kids about college and tell them they can't have sex until they get married Mm. (sighs) nothing like having a and nothing like having an adult yell at kids. I know. It's actually like you were just, you guys were just talking about like the, the, you know, taking different messages and things from the camps and stuff. And it's so weird when you're younger. I feel like with my Boy Scout camp, it's the same way. Like I look back on it and I think of all the stuff that was stupid and wrong about it. <laughs> and it's, it's because like when you're a kid, you just trust adults so yeah. unconditionally. And now that both that I am an adult and I can look back on my time, I'm like, I wish I was taught to be more skeptical as a kid. Like you're just not taught to be skeptical. Yeah, but though I think, not to, I think if we were skeptical, we'd just never do it in the first place. Like we wouldn't yeah. do those things. Not, and that's not to justify all of the bad things that happened at that. Like, well, yeah. listen, we wouldn't have had this experience if we weren't. But I do think there's something. Like I know I would never sign up for something like that now. I think, yeah, I don't. Know. I mean, I don't want to say like skeptical of everything. I just no. mean like. It used to be that I would trust everything like an adult would say, especially if it was in some like a keynote speaker, or whatever. That would feel so important to me mm-hmm. at sixteen. Like every word they say is true. Every like I just I must have been a real dumb high schooler. But <laughs> no, the but, first time yeah. I grew sideburns was because a keynote speaker was impressive to me, and I was like, oh, I was in seventh grade, and I was like, the second I can do that, I'm gonna do that because he had sideburns. <laughs> Question: his, Yeah, did they work on? Did they work for you? Heck yeah. Cool. Look, they grew into a whole beard. <laughs> they grew into a whole beard. It took like, 20 more years. Wow. <laughs> but finally connected those dots. <laughs> um, that's tough, though. A lot of people can't connect the uh, the uh, head hair to the rest of the face. Yeah. Like, or have, have gaps between the the mouth and the chin. Or, it really took me know. so long. Yeah. It took forever. Most of my family can't do the head to the side. Like, they can't do sideburns because there's a gap, like, where the top of their ear is. Oh, really? Like, to their head to their yeah i can do it um i just assumed everyone could grow sideburns this podcast has no. really just become a, us bragging about <laughs> things podcast. i'm pretty good <laughs> number one nutritionist in 4-h history uh yeah definitely <laughs> matt can grow a beard and goes to the dentist every six months and i'm an eagle scout the one thing actually <laughs> we're talking about uh yeah did you do the this is off topic but the pinewood derby is oh yeah you did in boy I, scouts uh it's it's uh, Cub Scouts. You do Cub Pine Scouts. Derby. Um, yeah, I actually have my trophy somewhere around yeah. my apartment. That's the first time I got in the paper was for the Pinewood Derby. There's a picture of me and my dad. I think I came in third place. I did a second and a third on two different years. Wow. Never first. Although I 
I often had the coolest looking cars. Yeah. I was really good at the first year. I, so you could, okay. Pinewood Derby, you build a car. I wanted to, this is for the audience. <laughs> I've done a Pinewood Derby. You build a little yeah. wooden car. It has to be like, there's like weight mm-hmm. requirements and things like that. And um, I think it's like you can buy a kit and then you sort of build it and paint it, whatever, all that stuff. But there's also, you can buy like weights and things for it that are like Boy Scout brand weights or whatever. The first time I did it, my dad was like, no. <laughs> so my car was like made with like washers and screws, like from like a hardware store. It was like weighted with just like regular stuff. So it looked so much different than everyone else's things because they were all using like the stock weights. Um, or they were also, I also was really into the aesthetics of it all. I didn't, it, I mean, I won a couple, you know, second and third place, but that wasn't like the primary goal was like, I wanted sweet looking cars. Yeah. I think that was the real winner though, is if it looked cool. Yeah. My, and I still have my cars. They're here. Do you in really? This, really? In this apartment. <laughs> I can show them to you later. <laughs> That's so cool. Uh, I have my whole Boy Scout. I have like a, I have a whole bin of Boy Scout stuff. <laughs> it's like clothing. I have like a three ring binder. Wow. Uh, like full of just like all the merit badges and achievements and stuff, which you like need. Uh, you need that to like get Eagle Scout. You like bring your binder with all your stuff and then you show it because you have to have like a review to make sure you were good. Yeah. Like a, so I have all that stuff still. Anyways, <laughs> I, yeah, you can't bring up summer camp without me talking about Boy Scouts a bunch. <laughs> no, that's good. Um, I did a Pinewood Derby only once. Yeah. And it was part of this, um, church group i think i was doing with a babysitter called like awanas awanas i think that's what it's called why well, I, I know that i feel like i know yeah. awana um and so they had a pinewood derby and i entered and i still maintain that i was robbed that i won uh, yes it was close <laughs> but my car crossed the line first and i feel like i was robbed wow did you protest? No, I didn't really care. That. I mean, yeah. It's well, I mean, it sounds like you care. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I care a lot, <laughs> Still but care. it's okay. Um, I was really good at memorizing things, and I went pretty far, pretty fast in Awanas, and then I stopped. Wow, my Cub Scouts, the guy built. I I remember him having like a very fancy Pinewood Derby like track that he like made, and it was just this really crazy handcrafted thing, but it also had like to determine the winner it had like a like like some computerized thing to like decide like who won like it did splits Whoa. and stuff like that like and he built it like engineered it himself and it like looked homemade but it worked wow <laughs> it was so it i remember thinking this is crazy and i knew even at the time like most people don't pinewood derby this way no that's like way ahead <laughs> of its time we were in the basement of some church i think where... we were also in the basement of a church yeah but, yeah <laughs> I was in the main room of a church. Wow, it was so. down that aisle, right down that aisle in the middle. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Um, I don't. I don't know if it has an official name, but the aisle you walk down if you get married. <laughs> the I middle one. It's probably just the aisle. Right? Yeah. The middle aisle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. It must be. It probably. Is, I mean, everything in a church is called something, so I feel like it must be called something. I don't know if it would. I feel like I would know it. Yeah. If it was. Were you an altar boy? I wasn't an altar boy, but I grew up in. Uh, I didn't grow up Catholic. I grew up in uh, like a protestant church mm-hmm. and what did they call it interdenominational that's what that's i always went to the non non-denominational yeah. boy scout ones like because at when i worked there like basically made everyone go to stuff and mm-hmm. i was raised catholic but and sometimes i would go to the catholic one but like as staff you had to sh- basically show up to one or the other or have like 
a decent excuse for not going at least like the first year I worked there. And then after that, it was just like, okay, whatever. I don't have to go. Yeah. <laughs> but my friend ran the non-denominational one and he was Catholic too, I think. <laughs> but he was just like, oh, you just say a bunch of stuff like about like a higher power and it's more about the relationship with God. Yeah. That's how they would say it. Yeah. Uh, I did want to ask you about the baseball camp. Yeah. So what was that like? It was a, it was called Ted Williams camp. Um, that was, I think Ted Williams obviously ran it like way back in the day. Uh, and then the town of Lakeville took it over. Uh, but yeah, for, they'd have like all these college athletes come in and like coach us for the week. But the thing that I remember the most is they used to soak the outfield um, like they would take a hose and just soak it. And that's how they would teach us how to slide. We were just like <laughs> running and diving and like soaking wet grass and dirt. Uh, and it was so fun. I, it was like the best memory of that camp. It's a good summertime thing. Like cool, yeah. cool you down by yeah. making you splash around in the grass. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was great. And it would it was just a one week camp. But I remember they, they would offer it like three or four times throughout the summer. And I would always make my mom sign me up for multiple weeks. Wow. Yeah. That was my favorite. Was that that was that also a uh, sleep away thing? No, that was a day camp. That was a day camp. I actually think it was only like eight to eight to one or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was so little then. I was probably like third grade. But I remember I looked forward to that every year. Like that was the best. Do you think it made you a better baseball player? Definitely, <laughs> definitely. I think so. I I loved baseball so much as a kid. I, I played like year round. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> For those of you at home, Emily just swung a fake bat and was solid form. Thanks. Pretty, pretty good improv. <laughs> I can, well, I can a, improv a baseball bat. Yeah. She, she, she should be following through with her swing. Yeah, right? that's I mean, true. I was, I was stopping. It was a check, so it was a bad I was pitch. checking it. Yeah. Uh, I did soccer camp when yeah. I was a kid, which was like basically the same. It was like a day camp. Although I think it was like, I, we they provided lunch, so I feel like it went like all day. Yeah. Or like not, I think it was like, like a know, school day, nine to, yeah, probably something like nine to three or something like that. Yeah, I don't really remember. Uh, man, I lived for those camps. Like I remember doing a basketball one. I think I did a soccer one too. I just had so much fun with mm. those. I did one field hockey camp. I got most improved player. Oh wow! That's <laughs> because I was really bad at the beginning. Though. Yeah. So but, uh, so all of the honors you get are like backhanded. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> most improved, most shy, shy, most shy. I can't, but I really, we do have to look that up after. Uh, we'll I, look it up. I honestly have no idea. That's insane. Did you, uh, did you go to public high school? Yeah. Like, did you hear that all the high school, all the yearbooks in Massachusetts got like digitized? What? They don't give out yearbooks anymore? <laughs> well, no, they took all of like our yearbooks and put them all online. Like, really? You can probably find your yearbook online. Wow. Well, then for everybody at home, if you want to look up a Pontiquit Regional High School's class of 2003, best all around. Yeah. You can see Mike Zagarian. Wow. Um, I've best tried... all around what just best all around okay that was the award that i got oh, which <laughs> which honestly i think it was they just like didn't know what to give me and the other person rachel cates uh who won it i'm pretty sure they just were like we gotta give him something so we'll give it almost like mediocre man is what i got <laughs> like pretty good at everything i feel like better than both shy I'll say it. Definitely. Moshe shouldn't be an award. That's insane that they gave that out. That is nuts. I didn't win anything. Oh, I, wanted, I think that's better than Moshe. <laughs> I didn't want to win anything. That's what I mean. That's terrible. I was in the running for best personality. Wouldn't that have been something if I won it? <laughs> that would have been cool. We ha- uh, Ours was like a big award show. They turned it into like a red carpet event. And I remember we would all Did everyone win up. something? No. Okay. No. 
I think a lot of people got nominated for stuff, but I think they were like pretty generous with who got nominated. Uh, but I don't think everybody won stuff. Hmm. Uh, okay, Mike, we're getting close to the end. <gasps> but if you have anything you want to get out about summer camp, Ooh. go ahead and drop it on us now, or we'll just move on. <laughs> See, I don't know if I have any more summer camp nuggets. Uh, we cut, we talked about baseball. Mm-hmm. We talked about vacation Bible school. And we talked about leadership. I think that's no. All right. Well, if you're satisfied, then we're satisfied. Oh. Yeah. We just don't want to leave you hanging. No. no. Um, can I ask you one more quick question? Yeah. Two more quick questions. I'm so sorry. I'm ready for them. Um, Classic Emily. <laughs> why did you choose this topic of your other topic? And what was your other topic? Okay. Uh, I chose this topic because I th- I figured you both probably had camp experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had also listened to a couple other episodes where you had uh, mentioned them a little bit. So I was like, and I have had a ton of camp experience. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this will be a fun one that is that everybody could talk about. Mm-hmm. The other one that I was going to talk about, uh, and you can <laughs> bring me back for episode like 137 if you want to do this, uh, was gambling. Ooh. Yeah. Because I have a, I was big into poker for a long time. Uh, so I was like, that might be a fun one. But I've gambled. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy, um, I, mm, I don't know if I enjoy gambling, but I like like gambling games you play with your family. Like we play this game called pass the trash Yeah, <laughs> um, where you like, you have like a three quarters and a penny mm-hmm. and you don't want to lose them. That's great. Uh, also other games like that, but I love those games. Yeah. That's a fun one. Yeah. I don't think I've played pass the trash. Mm-hmm. It's, it's also called screw your neighbor. Oh, okay. It's, um, it's actually more popular than poker. I'm surprised you haven't heard of it. <laughs> There was a the World Series of uh, Pass the Trash, Pass the Trash on Series. ESPN. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I played in the World Series of Poker in like 2002. No, that's a lie. 2006. It was right before my senior year of college. Have you heard of the 30 for 30 about the World Series of Poker? Yeah. It's pretty interesting. It's re- it is very interesting. Another podcast I like. It's a good one. Uh Emily, are you going to look up some corrections? Hell yeah, Because I'm going to keep... No, we're not done. Don't take those headphones. No, no, no. Don't no, no, no. dare was, take those headphones. I was adjusting. I was more <laughs> excited that corrections uh, happened. I've been having some trouble getting comfortable this episode. I've been like shifting around this whole time. I don't know why. Well, Mike, thank you for summer camp as oh, a topic. I'm um, happy to bring it. Uh, very good. I We'll have you on for gambling in um, like two more years. Great. <laughs> <laughs> if nobody like nabs it nabs beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> You specifically said episode one thirty seven. Yeah, so, so that's the one I want. You've pen- <laughs> I, you've been penciled in in my brain. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we have two corrections from Katie Abate, uh, dear friend of the pod. Um. One's from the Real Housewives episode. Um. And she tells us that she's her fa- that that she is our favorite Connecticut listener. And I have to say, that's probably true. Um. I don't. I is hope that a no correction. One, no, that that's just how she leaves. Oh, it. Just, just like um, a statement, um, <laughs> statement of fact. <laughs> I was like, "Who did you call out as your favorite Connecticut listener?" Then she's very upset about. Um, it. Uh, I wonder if we have other Connecticut listeners. I don't know. I know her boyfriend or fiance, Corey, um, did not even listen all the way through her episode. At last check, he wow. stopped in the middle middle of it. Yeah, yeah. Wow, Corey! <laughs> Hi, Corey. If you're listening, he to won't this. hear this. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first part of this is that hatchet, which we talked about in that episode. Um, has book. no the in front of it. It's just Hatchet. Hmm. Hatchet by Gary Paulson. Yeah. And number two is we discussed also RuPaul's Drag Race that episode. And she t- tells us that RuPaul's Drag Race does not release seasons immediately after each other. The recent regular seasons have come out about a year in between. There have been all 
there have been all-star seasons, which are different, that have come out right before recent regular seasons. But the last season ended in June, and the all-stars didn't start until this past January. And I hold that I waited long enough. New season starts this week, so be excited. <laughs> I don't know what this is a correction to. <laughs> I, I don't know either. What did we, but what did we say? to share information. <laughs> um, or is it that we said something about like how they're... I'm guessing it's that we commented that Real Housewives or something are constantly like yeah. on TV or like constantly yeah. starting up or something like that. Go back and listen to the um, Real Housewives episode. Uh, we one. also have a... Um, uh, this is mo- another more statement of fact but from the Dark Knight, which leads with, I just need everyone to picture this, the clapping, like the emoji that is like the hands being put in the air, like praise, 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 praise many, many times. Um, and it says, the Nolan Batman franchise is one of my favorite trilogies of all time, second to the Lord of the Rings. And within that, Whoa. the Dark Knight is one of my favorite movies of all time. Fun fact, Joffrey Baratheon is in Batman Begins for a hot sec. Yeah. That is all. He's a little. Oh, that he's, is. He's a little boy. Really? Yeah. He. Uh. Batman. In the first one. And yeah. Batman. Like, like the kid is like he's supposed to get. I think the, the idea is he gets bullied in school, and he's like the kids at school are never gonna believe I saw Batman, and it's it's the guy who plays Joffrey, and Batman hands him like his like grappling hook or something, and he's wow. like thanks, and I think he comes back later in the movie, um, because. Uh, when all the shit goes down and Scarecrow is like running around and there's all the fear gas everywhere. Uh, Rachel, the mm-hmm. Katie Holmes character, um, later Maggie Gyllenhaal's character is like protecting a boy. And I think it's the same boy and it's the guy, it's Joffrey, but it's like him when he's eight years old or something. <laughs> um, I just want to discuss that email. Um, Katie and I are friends. Um, I'm going to be in her wedding. Um, but she did not put the fact that we had a standing date to see all 50 shades of gray movies. And there were three of them, which was a trilogy. And she did not put that in her ranking of favorite trilogies. Did all three of those come out? Yes, they did. You and I saw every single did one you? of them. You know, it's so funny. There was so much hype when the first one came out. And then yeah. I heard nothing about the, the next two. Listen, I'm going to tell you the reason for that. Um, they're not good. Um, wow. Who um, is it? It's Jamie Dornan, right? And is that the guy? I think so. That sounds right. And I forget the woman's name. I don't know. I can picture her. I keep wanting to say Anne Hathaway, but it's, it's not. not Anne it's, Hathaway. It's, <laughs> She's in Taylor Swift Squad sometimes. Oh, that's uh, gonna drive me nuts. Um, I've, I I can picture this person, but I don't think I've ever known her name. <laughs> I have known her name. Yeah, I think she hosted SNL once. She's ugh. Is she good? I don't remember. So <laughs> probably um, not. But I do recommend going to see that movie with your friends, smuggle in wine, and laugh at it yeah? in the back row. And that should make it one of the best trilogies of all time. Katie, wow. love you. Bye. But better than Lord of the Rings and the Dark Knight trilogy. You're not smuggling in wine for those. You're not having a great time laughing. Um, I think I think I I think I would have a good time if I got really drunk and watched those movies. I'd probably be cracking jokes, <laughs> be doing the Bane voice. Get to see uh, Boy Scout Matt. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm a different person. That's why I'm not cool anymore. I drink now. <laughs> That was the end of me being cool. All right. I think that's a wrap on this episode. <laughs> oh, wait. You don't have any plugs, do you? Oh, yes. Plug, plug, oh, yeah, plug, plug. Yes, plug. I do. This is coming out on March uh, 14th, 14th, correct? Yes. Uh, so tonight, <laughs> I can confidently say that at uh, UCB Helsey's Kelsey, UCB Hell's Kitchen. Helsey's? Helsey's Kitchen. Helsey's that's Kitchen. That's how I miss Chelsea so much. At UCB Hell's Kitchen at 1030, I'm almost positive we're going to be in cage match. 
you hear that, Airwolf? <laughs> um, is that who you're up against? Uh, this week, yeah. <laughs> um, La- I mean, last, is that who you were up against last yeah, week? Sorry, and who you soundly week. defeated? Last week, yeah. <laughs> it will be fun if this comes out does, and we lose. Uh, does Thunderbox have a Facebook page? Uh, we do, but it's not act- well, very Airwolf active. Well, Airwolf does not have a Facebook page. Ooh, there we, we go. A little, you have a little heads up. There we go. So <laughs> we're right. way ahead of them. Yeah. Um, but I have that. And then I think on uh, Friday, March 15th, our uh, boogie team at the People's Improv Theater is up at 930. And what is your boogie team's name? We are called Mom's Night Out. Mom's Night Mom's Out. Mm-hmm. And it's, nope, that's not around Mother's Day. Just kidding. <laughs> not even close. We, well, because we were doing a couple mom sketches this month and we were talking about saving them for the Mother's Day show. So it was just in the back of my head. But you know what? My mom's birthday is in the beginning of March. So. So it's like Mother's it's for Day her. for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. there you go. You hear she, that, Mom? Is <laughs> she coming to the show? <laughs> she will not be there. She will not be. I'm like, right now I'm, I'm doing a one-person show. I don't have a date coming up for another one. But that's about uh, going to a Christian uh, snow camp. And my mom won't see it. Mm. Or talk to me about it. Because she's concerned. It's making fun of the Lord. But it's not. It is a little. But it's not. <laughs> Whenever it's whenever you have that thing, even if it's not really making fun of the thing, people, if it's like, if the thing is funny, they assume, oh, well, you must be making fun of the thing. Otherwise, it wouldn't be in a comedy show. Yeah. Uh, I've run into that problem before. Yeah. I'm not running blank on examples. But <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, keep saying I'm making fun of myself. Yeah. And not God. Okay. You hear that? Yeah. Hey, I Jesus. Mean, <laughs> I mean, if you're making fun of God, like, this is all I have to say about that. It's like, at least you're punching up. That's right. You know? <laughs> Hey, if I've covered crosses, you know, that's... You're already going. Yeah, you're you already know? going to the it's bad place. like this is going to be worse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <sighs> All right, Mike. Thank you for being thank here. You thank so you so much for having me. It's been a blast. It. The uh, tea was great. Ah, uh, yes. The tea was pretty good. <laughs> oh. I liked it. I'm in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this has been... Or no, wait. That's an outro. <laughs> Do you have an outro song? We don't, oh. we don't have any songs. Except for the T Talk song, which we have sung live every time. I count your intro as a song, too. (laughs) Thank you. Thank Uh, you. Well, then it's sort of sing songy. It's not a song, though. Hello. My name has been Matt Armando. And I've been Emily Riggins. And this has been TBD with Matt and Emily. Uh, Levels were good. Thanks. Bye. Bye. We love you. Bye.